Good afternoon and welcome to the Continuing in the Old Paths podcast with Evangelist Troy Tucker. Please join us as we continue our message that we started on what a day that'll be. But what about today? From the 12th chapter of Isaiah. Welcome back to the Continuing in the Old Paths podcast. And it is our prayer that this message will be a help and a challenge to you. I'm going to open in prayer, and then I'm going to read the text, our text in Isaiah chapter 12. And we'll continue with what the Lord's given us from this chapter. But let's start with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. I thank you for your goodness to us and your mercy. And I thank you for this opportunity to preach by way of podcast. I pray that you would bless this message According to your will, Lord, I pray you'd speak to hearts. If anybody's not saved, dear God, I pray that they would get saved. Lord, I pray for the saints of God that they be encouraged and edified and helped. But most of all, I pray that you would be exalted. Lord, I pray that you would get honor and glory. Thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you'll find our text back in Isaiah chapter number 12. We'll go ahead and read the whole chapter, which is only six verses long. And then we'll recap what we talked about in the last episode, and we'll continue and di- and start digging into verse number one. But let's read the text here in Isaiah chapter 12. The Bible says, And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also is become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall you say, Praise the Lord. Call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. And we started the message in the last episode on what a day that'll be. But what about today? And we noted in our introduction to the message that when you study prophecy in the Word of God, it does two things for us. It provides inspiration for the future, and it provides instruction for the present. So realizing that this 12th chapter in Isaiah is dealing with prophecy, it has a future uh, application but also has a present application as well. It affects us not just in the future, but it affects us now. And that's why the Lord gave me the title for this series, What a Day That'll Be. But what about today? Knowing that that day is coming affects us in this day. And in our introduction, we looked at uh, several verses in the Word of God that illustrate that principle of how Bible prophecy gives us inspiration for the future and instruction for the present. 
We saw that it gives instruction for the present concerning godly living, soul winning, avoiding sin, church attendance and encouraging one another, and anticipation and hope for the future. And it is with this dual purpose of Bible prophecy in mind that I've been studying this chapter in Isaiah chapter 12. And it's with that mindset that I, I know that this has application in the future, but also realize that it has application for us now in 2021. And as we ended the episode last time, I gave you the outline that we'll be using. Uh, we're going to break down each verse. There's six verses. And so if you're following along by way of outline, uh, each verse is a main point in the outline. And verse number one, we're going to see the removal of the wrath of God. In verse two, we will see the resolve because of the work of God. In verse three, we will see the refreshing from the wells of God. In verse four, we will see the recipe for the worship of God. In verse five, we will see the reputation of the wonders of God. And in verse six, we will see the rejoicing over the worthiness of God. In this episode, we are going to look at verse number one, and we're going to see that we can worship in that day and on this day because of the removal of the wrath of God. Because of the removal of the wrath of God. Let's look at verse number one. The Bible says, And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Hallelujah, good neighbor. There is a lot that is packed into just this first verse in Isaiah chapter 12. It is packed full of truth that affects us on that day and on this day. I want you to consider a few things with me. First of all, I want you to see the prediction of praise. The prediction of praise. The Bible opens this this chapter and says, And in that day thou shalt say. You say, Brother Troy, what is that day? Well, let me tell you, good neighbor, that day is the day when Jesus is on the throne. That day is the day when time shall be no more. That day is the day when our temptation is gone. That day is that day when trials are forever over. That day is the day when tears are wiped away. That day is when triumph is enjoyed forever. We will praise the Lord forever and ever and ever and ever. And while that day is yet future, I can praise Him on this day. Hallelujah. I love that song that we sing a lot of times. What a day that'll be when my Jesus I shall see. When I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace, when he takes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land, what a day, glorious day, that will be. Oh, hallelujah, good neighbor, that that day is coming. In that day thou shalt say, there is a prediction of praise in this verse. There is a day coming for the child of God, when we'll no longer have to deal with the struggles 
and the the heartache and the different things that we've had to deal with down here. The Bible says the former things are going to be passed away, and God said, Behold, I make all things new. And hallelujah. <laughs> There's a prediction. We're going to praise God in eternity forever and ever. And, of course, the immediate application of this verse is regarding the millennial reign of Christ when he sets up a 1,000-year reign on this earth at the end of the tribulation period. And, hey, I tell you, in this day we know that there are wicked rulers. In this day we know that there are corrupt rulers. In this day we know that there are sinful rulers. But there's coming a day when the King of Kings is going to be on the throne. And dear neighbor, we won't have to worry about him being voted out. We won't have to worry about uh, election fraud. We won't have to worry about uh, corruption or bribery or or scheming or anything else. Jesus is going to be on the throne and that will be settled. Nobody's going to be able to debate it. Nobody's going to be able to impeach him. Nobody's going to be able to kick him off the throne. Jesus is going to be on the throne. And so there is a prediction of praise. Hallelujah. But I see not only the prediction of praise, we're talking about the removal of the wrath of God. We can praise God on that day and on this day because of the removal of the wrath of God. And I see the prediction of praise, but then I see the promise of praise, the promise of praise. Notice the Bible says, O Lord, I will praise thee. O Lord, I will praise thee. Oh, hallelujah. As I consider that phrase, I think about the recipient of the praise, the recipient of the praise. He said, O Lord, that is L-O-R-D in all capital letters, that is the name Jehovah. Oh, hallelujah. Hey, we are praising Jehovah God. We are praising the Alpha and Omega. We are praising the beginning and the end, the first and the last. We are praising the Rose of Sharon and the Lily of the Valley. We are praising the Bright and the Morning Star. We are praising the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We are praising God, who is God all by himself. He is Jehovah God. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is Jehovah Shalom. He is the bread of life. He is the true vine. He is the living water. He is altogether lovely. He and he is from everlasting to everlasting. He is he is he who uh, was and is and is to come, the Lord God Almighty. And he is the recipient of our praise. Hallelujah. I am looking He is the recipient of our praise, and he is worthy of our praise. He will be worthy then, and dear neighbor, he is worthy now. He is worthy now to receive our praise. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, I will praise thee. I see the recipient of the praise, but then I see the resolve to praise. The resolve to praise. The Isaiah said, I will praise thee. Praising God is done on purpose. Dear neighbor, you don't praise God on accident. It doesn't just accidentally come out. Praising God is done on purpose. 
And we have to make up our minds that despite the crowd, despite circumstances, despite conflicts, despite coronavirus, despite critics, despite corruption, despite everything else, that we are going to praise our God for he is worthy. And to to apply this now, hey, whatever it is you're going through, why don't you just take a time out and say, thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Why don't you make a commitment to the Lord and say, I will praise thee. Oh, my dear friend, the the time to make up your mind on praising God is before the trial comes. It is before the difficulty comes. That's when you need to have the resolve. That's when you need to make up your mind. I guarantee you, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in Daniel chapter number three, they didn't wait until they got into the fiery furnace to to live for God and to stand for God. They didn't wait until Nebuchadnezzar had built his, his image, his golden image that he required everybody to bow down to. Their decision was made a long time before it got to that point. So when that day came, when they they were forced to make that decision, that decision had already been made. That is why they were, they were able to say to Nebuchadnezzar, we're not careful to answer thee regarding this matter. In other words, we don't have to debate it among ourselves. We don't have to vote among ourselves. We've already decided we're not bowing down to your image. And we are going to stand for God, regardless of what happens. And dear neighbor, you know the story in Daniel 3. God blessed them. And God will bless you if you have resolve to praise him, if you have resolve to live for him here in these last days. Oh, I see the recipient of the praise, the resolve to praise. Oh, but then I see the rejoicing in the praise. The rejoicing in the praise. He said, I will praise thee. This is praising, not pouting. It is glorifying God, not grumbling. It is joyful, not sad. It is triumphant and not tragic. Oh, the Bible says in Philippians 4 and verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Oh, hallelujah. How we need to praise God here in these last days. I will praise thee. And so we see the prediction of praise. He said, in that day thou shalt say. And then we see the promise of praise. O Lord, I will praise thee. Oh, but then we see the prompting of praise. The prompting of praise. Why is it that Isaiah was determined to praise God? Why is it that here in this text it was predicted that He said, thou shalt say, I will praise thee. What prompted this praise? Oh, I love the ending of this verse. The Bible says, though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Oh, dear friend, this one verse has already been encouraging. But hallelujah. This phrase... This ending to the verse ought to prompt something in your heart 
that just says hallelujah to the lamb that was slain. Consider this, this ending of the verse with me as we see the prompting of praise. What was it that prompts us to praise God? How, what prompts us to praise God in that day and in this day? Oh, I think about my past. My past prompts me to praise God on that day and on this day. Though thou wast, past tense, wast angry with me. Dear friends, I was a sinner on my way to a devil's hell. God has always and will always hate sin. He was angry with me. I did not care about God. I did not care about pleasing God. I was lost. I was selfish. And the Bible says I was already condemned. John 3, 18. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Oh, hallelujah. If you consider your past and the days before you got saved, it'll prompt you to praise God both on that day and on this day. Oh, I was a sinner. I was dead in trespasses and sins. I was on my way to hell. God was angry with me. I was condemned. Oh, but praise God, that is in my past. That is not in my present. Because I see not only my past prompts me to praise God, but my pardon prompts me to praise God. The Bible says, Thine anger is turned away. Thine anger is turned away. Oh, consider these, these precious verses in the Word of God. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, Be, know ye not, know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Oh, that was my past. That's what we were. Oh, but what happened? The Bible says in verse 11, And such were some of you. But ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. When I got saved, I got washed. I got cleansed from my sin. I got sanctified, set apart for the master's use. I got justified, declared righteous in the sight of God. And what happened, dear neighbor? God's anger was turned away. Hallelujah. He was angry with me. Oh, but then when I got saved, when I trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ to save me, God's anger was turned away from me. And now the Bible says, there is therefore now, present tense, now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. That's Romans 8 and verse number 1. Oh, hallelujah, I'm glad that when I got saved, I was pardoned. I was forgiven of my sin. My sin was washed away. Oh, in, I, in, the, first ver, in the first chapter of the book of Isaiah, oh, I love verse number 18 
of Isaiah chapter 1, the Bible says, Come now, and let us reason together, saith the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Oh, hallelujah. I am glad that Jesus' blood makes the difference. He washed me with his precious blood. I'm redeemed. The Bible says in 1 Peter, not with corruptible things as silver and gold from my vain conversation received by tradition from my fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. All throughout the Old Testament, you'll see sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice that was having to be made for sin. Oh, but then came the day over 2,000 years ago when the precious Lamb of God hung there between heaven and earth on that old rugged cross and took our sin debt upon himself and paid the debt so that we would not have to. Oh, I'm glad for that day on August the 6th, 1998, when I trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior and his anger was turned away. Hey, that, that ought to prompt you to shout. Hey, just start thinking about the day you got saved. Think about where God saved you from. Hey, whether you were saved off a church pew or whether you were saved off the street, hey, it's the same grace of God, my dear friend. Oh, hallelujah. Hey, think about what happened when you got born again. And that'll prompt you to shout, hey, my past prompts me to praise God. My pardon prompts me to praise God. Oh, but then lastly, I see that my peace prompts me to praise God. Oh, the end of verse one says, and thou comfortest me. Thou comfortest me. Now, instead of being angry with me, Jesus comforts me. Second Corinthians chapter one, verses three and four, blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Oh, hallelujah, I'm glad. Hey, Jesus said, my peace give I unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Oh, I don't have to be afraid of, of what's going on around me because I have the peace of God in my heart. The Bible says the peace of God passeth all understanding. And it, it's hard for me to describe in words, but I know what God has done in my heart and I know what his peace feels like. And I am thankful that instead of being angry with me, Oh, now he comforteth me. Oh, when I'm up on the mountain, when I'm down in the valley, whatever it is that I'm going through, hey, there's comfort in the Lord Jesus Christ. There's help in the Lord Jesus Christ. We can praise God on that day and on this day. The prediction of praise, the promise of praise, and the prompting of praise. Hey, when was the last time you just took a time out and said, thank you, Lord? And I wonder, dear neighbor, are you even saved? Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior? Has there ever been a day that you put your faith and trust in him and in him alone? 
The Bible says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. It's not of works. It's not of church membership. It's not about baptism. It's about the Lord Jesus Christ. Have you accepted his sacrifice on the cross? The good news of the gospel is that Jesus died, was buried, and rose again so that we could be saved. Are you saved? And if you're saved, are you rejoicing? Hey, you have reason to because of the removal of the wrath of God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for the message. And I pray that it was a help to somebody today. I pray that you would speak to hearts and help us as we continue looking at this chapter. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you very much for listening to the Continuing in the Old Paths podcast. I hope you tune in for the next episode where we'll be digging into verse number two, where we'll be considering the resolve because of the work of God. Thank you very much and God bless you.